Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in-store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Highlighting the pride of the Pacific, it's Pacific Flair with Peter Alatini and Ricardo Ball on ECNZ. The kick misses... Mana Moana Alamai. A quite sensational finish to their first season in Super Rugby. There you go. That was uh, the end of the game against the Brumbies. Peter Alatini is in with me for Pacific Flair here on SCNZ. And I thought, oh, Moana will get up over the force. Brumbies will be a bridge too far. Ended up the other way around, Dollar. What, what did you make of it? I totally agree, but before that, tell off a lover and a happy Samoan Language Week uh, this week, Ricardo. Oh. So uh, I thought I'd just put that out for my Samoan listeners. Uh, yes, um, I agree too. I, I actually thought they'll have a, a better go against the force, um, but then, but then you know, see how they go against the Brumbies as such and. Wow, how how fantastic! I just I was just so amped and, and pumped for the for the boys uh, getting that result, um, and the way they played was outstanding. I've, I suggested to Justin Marshall yesterday when we were doing the rugby run that uh, next season um, the uh, Hurricanes and the Brumbies should play for the Moana Cup because they're the two teams that have lost to Moana this year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, that he, or even that those two shouldn't play this weekend. We just put Moana straight to the semi, seeing they've beaten both of them. Oh, mate, look, it, it's just done a world of wonders for the franchise. Um, seeing Michael Jones and also BG Williams up on the stand, the way they, the emotions were running, um, I think all the hard work... Um, they put in Kevin Senio, same, and the rest of them, the coaches, you know, were Philo and Ezra and Clark. Uh, the emotions they showed, I was just so happy for them, uh, the challenges they've had. But to put a performance like that at home and in front of a decent crowd too that came along, which was fantastic for, for the franchise. It was a strong Brumbies team too because the Brumbies yeah. needed to win the game because they didn't want to be playing the Canes. They, they wanted to play probably the Tars, right? They, that's kind of what they were thinking. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You could tell how disappointed um, the captain, El Latoll, was. Also the, the coach um, sitting from the box, um, seeing his reactions to that final try by Lotto Inisi. Um, but definitely, they, they, you know, and, and definitely a heartbreaker, I think, the week before um, and whether their heads were in the space to, to really be up and well, thinking ahead because mm. that's what it looked like. And, and what I loved about the, the performance of the minor was for once, I think, well, the second time, they've been able to stay in the fight. Mm. They stayed in the fight, you know, even when, when chips were down, they managed to get back their defence really, you know, which had been a strong point all season for them. But I felt on Saturday they defended like with their hearts were just right into it. Well, and you know I hope they hold on to that for next season because they can go into next season and go, look, we beat the Brumbies when they wanted to win, and we beat a, a very good Hurricanes team. 
if we can do that level of performance when we play the Rebels, when we play the Highlanders, when we play the Force, we could be a quarterfinals team. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, that's the challenge for them going yep. forward now. And I think what I really like too, like I mentioned, the crowd, you know, they've got to start winning the community across. And, and I felt the community that witnessed that on, on Saturday is the one that you really need to pump in. From what I heard, they had buses to, to um, South Auckland schools for the first 15s to finish their game. They really encouraged them. Um, they put out free tickets. And I think I think that's probably one of the work-ons for them uh, in their off-season is really building their, their, their brand in terms of the crowd and the support. Because I feel there's a, there's a, there's a huge uh, people waiting and the community waiting yep. for them. And just a win like that solidifies for people to support them going forward. They're the real deal. Um, it's just a matter of building on that, but also start building that fan base because it did wonders for them. I, I just felt the crowd pumping the way they are, the music playing, and, and that's what really grinds uh, uh, Pacifica, you know, the, mm. the emotions that that rides with it. And, and I've, I've been waiting for that to happen, so it was really, really cool to have that. I, I know we're not here to brainstorm ideas for Moana, but you say <laughs> that, and I just think, you know, the oppor- opportunities there um, for them to now go to the schools in South Auckland or to the rugby clubs in South Auckland or even to, you know, the churches and stuff and go, you know, because, I, I mean, I come from a more of a European background, obviously, uh, but there's a lot of social clubs and churches that have football teams that play on a Sunday. I'd imagine the churches are the same will have their social rugby teams to play, right? T- if, totally. If, if, you, if you have a Moana Pacifica Sevens tournament, that the schools can play in, or the That's churches right. can play in, or the or the clubs can, you know, and you and you do satellite tournaments all branded with Moana Pacifica, you know, that's where you bring them in. Hundred percent, and that's that's where they got to really start um, mobilising out to those areas, just building some connections. I know it's been tough. I, I totally understand it's been tough to to really concentrate really on the flagship team before anything else, but I think the opportunity now from those two performances, but even their performance throughout the season, yeah. um, they are the real deal, like I said, but it's really kind of getting behind those those communities, especially South Auckland. There's a huge following. I know if um, if you just kind of bite a bit of understanding, that, like you said, the churches, get behind all those different things, get their brand out there, know that, that uh, they're actually within the community, because I feel their team more than any other team will be a the, the hugest um, community team. I and mean, look, look at what Drua and um, you know done with the two games back in Fiji. And, and I heard as as I spoke on after the game around having a game in Samoa, having a game in Tonga. Mm. Imagine, imagine those two just again build that that following that um, that they've created this year with their performances. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, going forward, where do you think they should be based, uh, Moana? <sighs> I mean, could they realistically, in say five years' time? be based in Apia and play a couple of games in Tonga or maybe play one or two games, maybe a game in Auckland, a game in Sydney for those Polynesian populations? I, th- I think going forward, if they can, it will be come down to which union can best uh, governance side, yeah. you know, get that up and running, making sure everything's aligned. Like like you look at Fiji, eh? and all their high-performance spaces are all well run. Mm. And that's probably where we need to get to with either Samoa or Tonga, depending on where that is. But... It'll be nice to really factor back in there. It's just whether it's a viable option, um, you know, in terms of uh, revenue and, and all the rest of the things come over. I think there's still a big part where if they can land a, a big standalone um, sponsor that'll be able to really take this team on board, um, I think that's that's where they'll start to make the cracks. Because I know it would be tough here because I know <laughs> the Blues and Auckland and everyone else in the franchises and New Zealand as well 
will be like wanting to safeguard some of these young kids because I know that the, the pathway is definitely uh, genuine if, if for these young kids going forward. No, well, I'm glad you mentioned the pathway because Tonga have recently <laughs> this week uh, named their team for the Pacific Nations Cup. And when we come back, I want to talk to you about that team and how much of an influence Moana Pacifica has been on what we're going to see from Tonga this international season. Yeah, it's a quarter to eight here on Pacific Flair on SCNZ talking on Moana Pacifica. And uh, I, I know, Ala, you know, we're talking Moana Pacifica, but what we're about to talk about is the Tongan rugby team. And that's not Moana, but in a way it kind of is. It's, it's the knock-on from what Moana's meant, right? Totally. And that's, that's whole, a big part of having a Moana Pacifica team in this competition was one that it could funnel into international rugby so we don't have the, the, the drum outs of, of, of scores that we've had in previous years with kids coming straight from club rugby to play international, you know, or, yeah. or reserve game and, and for Auckland or, or other provinces. So this is so exciting and, and, and it's proven because uh, the majority of selection has come from Moana Pacifica. So all these, these you know, the Funakis, the Manupayas, the Anzello, um, the Apikatoa, but they've all come through. And then the most exciting part, on top of that, yeah. is we get these guys like Fekitoa and Pitao and uh, um, Izzy Flo. I was going to say Izzy Deg, but he's not, he's not Tongan. <laughs> <laughs> but he's on the show early yeah, on. Yeah, but yeah. His knees are no good. <laughs> his, yeah, his knees are terrible, apparently. So, um, But having those guys has really fronted for all these other kids, the excitement yeah. to be able to be in a side alongside these classy players, which is great. Yeah, I mean, so we've got the Pacific Nations Cup coming up. It's going to be Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, and Australia A. Oh, is, yes, yes. Australia, Australia A, yeah. Australia, yeah. So, I mean, that's a, it's a great opportunity, A, for Australia A to play, you know, to build some depth for themselves, but also for these nations to pit themselves against like professional super a team of super rugby players like this again and just lifts everybody's standards. Well, this is going to be exciting now because like I'm I'm really um, anxious to, to to wait and see what Samoa brings out because I really do hope they do a huge selection from the boys that are available mm. and also those ones who, who will be able to change over just like um, Puto and, and the rest. But you know, look at Fiji, how strong they are. They're going to be formidable as usual. And then, like you said, Australia. Hey, again, this whole circle or group have come off decent. Um, super rugby or overseas, you know, um, rugby. So, the level that we expect is going to be awesome. Well, and you know, and the other thing that's not lost on me is that in the past, an Australia A team might be full of young Samoan and young Tongan players who can't get an opportunity anywhere else. That's right, exactly. And and all these players are funneling into to their second team. Whereas, mm. whereas now we'd would hope going forward after this year that some of these kids can see a, a future in playing for um, for Moana and then for Tonga or Samoa Fiji. Yeah. So that's 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 the aim. And, and and I'm so glad, like I said, the majority of the selection of these Tonga boys have come from Moana because they've all and they've all and most of those boys I think bar Lotu Inisi yep. who only came back and scored a try on his on his debut <laughs> game which is not bad but he's an exciting uh, feature going forward yeah Sam Lousy in there Gus Pulu as well yeah. so man some experience and some firepower there it's fantastic because there's still a good core group from 2019 World Cup mm. um, uh, Leva Fifita as well the lock um, so there's, there's that group still and Ben Tamafuna and Siegfried so there's a good core I know of, of of uh, Kev's as, as good boys from that, yeah, and but having these young boys to come into it and, and funnel in will be great. Where's the biggest problem been in the past for getting players who are eligible to play for Tonga to play for Tonga? I mean, has it been Japan? Has it been Australia? Has it been New Zealand? Is it a combination? It's a, it's a combination, and, and it's more so, especially the UK boys, um, 
the contracts they held, you know, because they come off uh, during that that uh, break now for the June-July series. They come off, but they have a month. And some guys um, kind of, after a long season, sometimes, you know, with the money they're getting paid, it's risky for them to come through. The, the, the true Tongan boys that got hard for the game have always come regardless. They don't, they don't care. But, um, but that's been the, that's been the toughest. And then it ha- just hasn't been attractive enough. You know, you're getting players like I said. You select from from what you can, and usually those guys are either on the outer of of Super Rugby or playing club rugby. Mm, yeah, and, and the fact that you've got names, I mentioned it. You know, um, guys like Israel Falau. Uh, Charles Piertau, um, those guys coming back to play for Tonga might have an effect similar to what we saw when, you know, Andrew Fafita and a few of those guys said, you know what, we're not going to play for the Kiwis, we're not going to play for the Kangaroos, we're going to play for Tonga in rugby league. So do you expect there now to be more, now that we've seen this team named, it'll become a bit of a landslide? Well, that's that's the hope. And, and I think... Uh, we're realistic too. I mean, most most of the, the dreams for most of these guys, and um, you know, we'll always want to be an All Black, always want to be a Wallaby, wherever they are. But I think it's going to be really, really cool for the guys who are just underneath, who probably won't get an opportunity, or, or may maybe in the mix, but only probably play one or two tests. These guys could actually, you know, really challenge themselves, especially with the caliber they've got now. Yeah. But then have a prolonged test career. And, and, and still be able to go overseas if, if that be um, after the um, play here, say, for Moana. Yeah, so uh, no, it's, uh, it's exciting times for Pacific rugby. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, the Moana Pacifica debut season, what would you give the, the, the organisation and the team as a score for the I'll, season, I'd give him. I'll give him an honest seven. Yeah. I'd give him an honest seven. Only, and, and that's you know you got to think about the challenges um, they have, and I give him a seven because I think that they've got so much room to grow um, going forward, and and there's just so many positive signs come out of what they've had to go through this year. But even you know the Warriors, like I just I think about the Warrior guys, like. Christian Lelafana and Sikopi Kipu, just how much of an influence they have been, how much they've really bought into the concept and how much their culture, their heritage. And you just see it's a spread, you know. His performance, Christian Lelafana's performance on Saturday is class. And obviously playing his old Brumbies team, I mean, that would have just... You can feel the emotions when, when they panned out to him at the end of the game when that final whistle went. Just how much he wanted this, not only for himself, but for the team. I think that was the big thing that I've seen between both of these guys, their selflessness to really put this team for us, and, and it's shown in their performances. Do you think he and Sikopi Kepi will be back as players next season? Interesting. Interesting question. I, um, um, whether they'll be around... Um, I think Christian could go one more. Yeah, I think I think they both could go one more, but in a, and probably just in that probably mentor role and, and, and you know mentor around these kids to really kind of drive them to start taking the lead and if need be they play, but maybe still be in an environment in, in somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. yeah, it'd be interesting to see because I I had heard that Sakopi was almost mm. ready to hang the boots up after the NPC season with Counties. Yeah. And then this came along, and he was like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> and you never know, hey. Yeah. And then I think it's just to have they got the desire? I suppose for both of them, there's such athletes and professional professionals that they'll say, well, "Can we add more value to what we've started this year, or is it?" And and I just think they're just honest guys like that. And if they will, they'll carry through. And and if they won't, then yeah, I suppose they will. Re-energized by it all, eh? Re-energized by it all. Hey, uh, like we did with Marshy at the end of in the red, uh, we should get some quarterfinal. Um, 
chat going. Because <laughs> Friday, uh, the Crusaders play the Reds again. So the Reds haven't gone home. They've stayed in Christchurch. Um, I think the Crusaders team will be stronger. I don't know where there are, James O'Connor's at, and he would be a big plus if they could get him back. But how do you think that game's going to play out? Well, it's finals. It's finals time, and this is when we see the Crusaders at their best, right? Mm. So, I, I really do think that the Crusaders will uh, will be amped and, and really to start their run for another title, and it starts this week against the Reds. So, I'd go with the Crusaders for this one. Crusaders, yeah. All right. Uh, what about the Chiefs and the Tars? Oh. The Chiefs have been so up and down, mm. you know, just so up and down. So it'll be interesting to see they are. I still think I still think I'll go Chiefs though. Chiefs again, at home. again they're they're in these this their finals time. So I think they're they're keen to, to step up. All right, the, the Blues and the Highlanders. My beloved Highlanders, how tough have they been? <laughs> so, yeah. But but I think I heard Marshy's. <laughs> we need Brownie to bring out all the little tricks out of this week. But the way the Blues, you know, even even their, their young team in the weekend, but it just goes to show their, their belief in, in, in what that environment is like at the moment, that whoever goes on, now they just want to make sure they up hold their jersey. So Blues for me. How much does it remind you of the Crusaders of a few years ago? 100%, right? Yeah. It didn't matter who played, but because this, the standard had been set, yeah. And the confidence behind those wins, 13 in a row, they don't want to be the team that, that lets that record go. So, uh, unbelievable. So, yeah, Blues. Blues, all right. And then that uh, leaves us with probably the game. I know Marchie <laughs> said he thought Chiefs Tars was game of the round, but I think Brumbies Canes is going to be game of the round in Canberra. I think so too. I think so with, with uh, the, the Brumbies being, you know, last two weeks where they've been at yep. I'd say that they'll really step it up this week but unpredictability is the Hurricanes game yeah and they could they could punish you from anywhere so I'll definitely I'll probably just go I'll, I'll say the Canes will get up I don't think the Brumbies may, may be able to get back from their last two losses yeah well I mean because that's the thing They I looked at the run-in for the Blues and went oh man we've got a tough run-in because we've got to go play Cam uh, the Brumbies in Canberra and then the Waratahs in Sydney that's tough. That's oh. tough. But I didn't really think about it the other way because the Brumbies have lost to the Crusaders. That's right. They've lost to the Blues. Now they've lost to Moana to mm. finish the season. Um, so, they, yeah, they're on a bit of a tear. I mean, I know the Canes have come from Perth where they lost to the Force, which yes. is nothing to be – but, I mean, that, that wasn't their strongest team either. No Geordie Barrett, for example. Yeah, and, but that's the Canes, though. The, the Canes will do that. But the thing about the Canes is they get up for this and they – They'll be able to, you know, they've got that much magic across the board. They could put in a performance to really tip it up. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. But if it goes how you and Marcia both said, we're looking at all New Zealand semi-finals. <laughs> Oops. Oops. That wasn't deliberate. No. <laughs> Not deliberate Not at deliberate all, Not deliberate at all, mate. No. 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 And this, uh, uh, Peter, is our last uh, yes. Pacific flair for the season, of course. So we're wrapping the season for Moana, mate. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Absolutely had a blast, Ricardo. And uh, it's been tough for you because you've been here and, and there and everywhere filling in for shows. But... Absolutely love the chats. I've been love following these guys and also Benny as well. Thank you so much, Benny, in the back. So thank you so much. Yeah. Awesome. Hopefully we can do it again next year. Yeah, well, that, that's the plan, mate. That's the plan. <laughs> are, you, are you back for next year? Oh, you I'm available? hoping, mate. Come on, Rubes. Give me in there. I'll, yeah. be, I'll be available, mate. mate I love we'll it. See, we'll have to talk to your agent. I don't know if we can afford you <laughs> next season. Your price might have gone up. No way, mate. I'm humble. <laughs> Community guy, mate. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, Community guy. Good stuff, Allah. Hey, thanks very much for coming in right throughout the season, man. Really appreciate it. Absolute pleasure, brother. Thank you so much. Now go well. This has been the final Pacific Flair of the season. It will be back next season for you right here on SCNZ. 
For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.